0: Hello everyone, welcome to World of Wallace and Gromit, the podcast. In this episode, I got to interview the super talented Laura Kramer, who designed and painted two of the grommets in the first Gromit Unleashed Trail, Five A Day Dog and Vincent Van Gromit, as well as being involved with many more. It was such a pleasure to chat with Laura and hear all about her grommet experiences, and I hope you enjoy our conversation.
1: Oh,
0: Think of Lancashire hot pot. Hello. Hi, Emma. Hi, Laura. Um, thank thank you. you very much for coming on the podcast. You're very welcome. Um, um, so, yeah, um, can you tell me a bit about yourself and uh, what you do to start with, please? Yes. Well,
1: I am a contemporary landscape painter. I used to paint cityscapes, in fact, Bristol primarily. Okay. And that was one of the reasons why I think I put in for the uh, the grommet Unleashed. But oh, uh, more yeah. of that a little bit later. <laughs> but um, as the years have gone by, my early work is more cityscapes. Anyone who travels regularly through Bristol Temple Meads will see some of my work on All the right. railway poster. Um, sections there on the various platforms and uh and I have my work also at the SS Great Britain I have a ongoing uh relationship with them where I provide them with with um w- merchandise of my early work but now I'm uh, I'm very much um moving forward pushing the boundaries and it seems to be more landscape for me now mm-hmm. and uh, there's definitely a thread of the earlier work but yeah. I fell through galleries online and there is a gallery in Bristol called Cold Harbour Gallery uh okay. Harry's my work and um the rest is just to get my nose uh, down and work hard and uh, just see 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 what happens.
0: Oh wow! I'll have to keep an eye out next time in Bristol Temple Meads. Then absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so exciting! So, how did you get involved in in Grommet Unleashed? Um, well, it was initiative? funny um,
1: in two thousand and eleven. Do you remember the Wild Gorilla? Thing? Heard of it? I was
0: I wasn't in Bristol at that time, you but I did Bristol. hear about well,
1: it. It's really interesting because actually. Wow Gorilla um, happened two years before that and it was also a collaboration with the mm-hmm. uh, Grand Appeal. So um, I I put in a design for that and it was accepted. So basically I painted one of those gorillas and I think uh, when I heard about Gromit and I probably heard about it through through the grapevine of, mm-hmm. of an arts community saying that yeah. there were were opportunities to do this. And of course, I jumped at the chance because having done the Gorilla, I just, and who doesn't love grommet? He doesn't love Gromit, <laughs> yes. No it was an absolutely no-brainer. So um I put in three designs and okay. I I, um, I wanted them to feel very authentic if I was going to do it. But also I was just so curious, having painted one of the large fiberglass sculptures at mm. the Wow Gorilla to see what Gromit was going to be like. Yeah. So I put in three designs. Two of them were chosen. Um, I did hear later, uh, one of uh, the um, managers at the charity did say that they loved my third design, but uh, it all, was a bit greedy already. <laughs> what <laughs> was the greed. third design? <laughs> well, the third design, I just thought it could be quite fun for kids to un- know about Albert Einstein. Hey. So I called him Growlbert Einstein. Aww. And he had um, E equals MC squared written on his body. Mm-hmm. And he was in a white, you know, kind of sign. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, And he had, you know, very furrowed brow and his his moustache and, um, uh, but uh, I think because it was a children's uh, trail primarily, uh, it probably wasn't uh, engaging enough for them visually. Uh, okay. because uh, they they actually did give me a reason as to why yeah. but they loved the idea. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> oh well perhaps if they do another one then uh Albert Einstein Indeed. or Graubert Einstein might make, make an appearance. <laughs> Albert Einstein. Yeah. I
1: thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the ones that you, you did um get accepted for the um Vincent van Grommet and uh, Five A Day Dog. Where did the inspiration for those come from?
1: Well, um, actually, as I alluded to earlier, the the, the, the early work was very much uh, Cityscapes of Bristol. While my kids were little, I, I focused very much on painting Bristol. And so, um, in fact, with the gorilla, I painted uh, a scene of Bristol on his side, on his kind <laughs> of flex. And I thought, well, wouldn't that be lovely to do for, uh, for a Gromit? And then I thought, well, I quite like the idea of doing it as if it was an artist from the past, mm-hmm. and how you might see Bristol mm. uh, through their eyes. And then I went down this rabbit hole of looking at different artists. And of course, it was like a, it was like a, um, a light bulb moment when I thought of Vincent van Gogh. And then I thought, oh my god, Vincent Van Grommet, that's amazing. Yeah. And maybe Starry Starry Night, you mm-hmm. know, kind of get that idea. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, and then the other one, uh, I again was trying to think of something that would be meaningful because of the nature of the fundraising which was Mm for Bristol children's hospital I thought that um you know nutrition when you're unwell is really important and I Mm -hmm. thought the idea of children in hospital to try and make it fun to talk about eating fruit and vegetables would be you know, a sneaky way of trying to get them involved in this conversation because yeah. uh, I'm a firm believer in healthy eating. And uh, anyway, I, I went down a rabbit hole again of, well, what artist could I look at mm. who painted fruit and vegetables? And there is this Renaissance painter. I think he was back in the mid 1500s, a guy called Giuseppe Archimboldo. If you oh, put yeah, him into your web so. browser, you'll yeah. see that he used to paint portraits of people um as they as fruit and vegetables so Mm. nose might be you know a radish and ears might be well cauliflowers probably all sorts of things you know so so I went down that um that little rabbit hole and just worked up a few design ideas and before I knew it uh yeah five a day dog um, came into being and he was such fun to paint. It was such a lot of work, both of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, such but, such a lot of work. oh gosh. And how many How many different, uh, I don't know if you know, but how many different uh, fruit and veg did you end up painting?
1: Well, um, I can tell you, in fact, I would go to my local uh, fruit and veg shop mm-hmm. uh, every morning and get things like, so strawberries, tomatoes, carrots, mm-hmm. He had carrots on his rear, which on in reflect on reflection it looked a little bit like he'd got hem- hemorrhoids, but I oh, thought really. But and he had leaks on, on um his back legs, which almost looked mm. like um, you know, the bones, Yeah. Uh, if you're an x-ray yeah, nice. of him. He had grapes around his the front of his face. And in fact, anyone who is in Bristol, if you go to the top of Black Boy Hill, there's a Uh, a company, I think it's now called Axe of Sun Life, and you can see five a day through their window, because they they bought at auction, and he's sitting together with the most wonderful Sean called... (laughs) um, Uh, He's Sean on the Cobb, painted by a fantastic artist, Katie Wallace. Uh, So so he is, you can actually look through a window um, and and see him. Mm. But yeah, so primarily it was, uh, there were peaches, rosy cheeks. Mm. His his cheeks were rosy peaches. And then Mm. he had, um, I mean, everything, to be honest. Uh, And the the grapes were, (laughs) they were quite tricky to try and get that three-dimensional feel. Because I'm not really a representational painter, but uh, I think he worked.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's great. All very carefully positioned as well. Very um, carefully positioned,
1: and the irony, um uh, Emma, was that uh, uh, actually he ended up, believe it or not, about five shop fronts down from the uh, grocery store where I used to buy. My no way! Oh. So he actually was our local grommet, yeah.
0: oh, and uh, I couldn't
1: tell them at the time when I was going in and buying, you know, cherry tomatoes and strawberries. Mm. I was trying to say I'm going secretly. <laughs> to this place at Temple Meads to paint this grommet. Yeah. But I had no idea that he would, it was just a, a bit of serendipity that he ended up literally about a hundred yards yeah. from the head shop, oh, so that.
0: That's a great coincidence, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the, uh, with your Vincent van Grommet, even the details like the little ear bandaged and uh, is that Absolutely. paintbrush in his pocket and things like the that. ear
1: bandage. Yeah, it was yeah. It was really fun looking at those. And in fact, I know this is uh, not a visual podcast, but I thought <laughs> you would appreciate these are the uh-huh. original, actually they aren't the original because the charity had the original designs, but that is the original design concept for uh, for um, uh, Vincent. And then likewise, um, there you have five a day, if you can see that. So, uh, oh yes, and he had a corn, he had a corn on the cob on the top of his tail there, you can see. Um, oh yeah, he had corn on the cob, and then he had he had bananas on his ears. So uh oh, so yeah, that was, uh, it was great fun doing the, the the Vincent for me felt like um it just felt a wonderful excuse to look at Bristol through the eyes of Vincent Van Gogh mm. if he had been here, and it was it was just a, because I I love the docks, I love painting the docks I used to paint the docks a lot so it was mm-hmm. just an absolute gift you know to be able to do it um, in this in this style and I and I thought his beard worked out really well. yeah than...
0: definitely no I think it's a, a great idea and to and to the do
1: sunflowers on. on the back of his feet I I I, I really enjoyed doing oh, those yeah,
0: yeah they're great, great <laughs> definitely and um, so how long did the process take um
1: oh think... you know the saying how long is <laughs> a piece of string yeah, okay um, one of those I think well we we did have quite a a tight timetable mm-hmm. so um the the short answer is uh three weeks per oh, wow. uh grommet and that was working on each of them um now and again so i uh, in fact i was um i got asked if i could work in a disused um vacant shop front at at um the galleries in broadmead okay and myself and um particularly one other artist, I don't know if you remember Grant, the wonderful zebra uh yes, grommet by it. Rosie Ashforth, a very talented uh, CGI animator. She she also ended up painting her, her grommet alongside me. The idea was it was a disused or a vacant shopfront. Mm. They thought that they might get some uh some interest with passersby yeah. and it was a nice big light, airy space for us to work mm. in. So I would I had both my sculptures side by side and I would just spend time, which is actually how I work. I, I do a little bit of an underpainting, take a break, mm-hmm. think about it. And I would flip from one okay. to the other. So they, they both kind of came into kind of, in uh, being slowly. Worked quite well Yeah, having so It was quite <laughs> fun for people who would pass by on a regular basis. Yeah. They noticed the kind See of evil. The progress. People. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Wow. That would be great. Oh, and do you have a favourite part of the process at all? Or?
1: Um, do you, do you actually, uh, I think a lot of artists would agree that the, 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 the most fun in any painting is, is, is the beginning, is actually mm-hmm. starting just making the marks. And in fact, in the beginning, what I, what I did do with, with both of them is uh, I didn't use a brush until, you know, kind of three quarters way oh, through. Really? I, I, I used a rag. So I would scoop up the paint with a rag Mm -hmm. because they're just so big. And I would rub in the blocks of colour and I would draw with with the rag to try and get... Idea because it's it's a very obviously for me I'm as a painter it's a very painterly process mm. and um and of course I had the I had the kind of heads up of having done a, a, a gorilla yeah so I knew that actually if I used a lot of, um, of rags so it was really fun just having the liberty to just slap the paint on yeah. in a very loose way and then of course start to um you know b- b- pull it back mm-hmm. uh, make corrections I remember I did the side of him on I think it was the view of St Mary Redcliffe I, I I did it I was really pleased with the painting but then when I stood back I could see I pitched it just too high on his shoulders so that people viewing it from the side they wouldn't see it and I, I regrettably yeah. had, to, had to lower the whole oh, thing no. that, that's what that's what painters do yeah. you, you you can't be precious about
0: things
1: <laughs> keep, it. keep working it so yeah, but it was it's all awesome. great fun I mean it was just a dream come true I, I loved it <laughs>
0: Did you have to use like a a special paint or anything? Um, A couple of things that were recommended. I mean,
1: acrylic paint is very (laughs) good. There were definitely some do's and don'ts. Posca pens are very good for people who um, were using writing. And it was important that we varnished them. Uh, In fact, I think... With the grommets, they were sent professional. Yeah, they were sent professionally off to be varnished.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but uh, actually, good old acrylic paint and some sponges, rags, brushes. Uh, yeah. uh water based, uh, basically. And and as mm-hmm. as you know, so many other designs were were very complicated with all sorts of you know additions and things. Yeah. So, but but yeah, as as a painter, it was really nice because I like <laughs> working big anyway. Yeah. So it was so much fun to just get get messy with a with yeah. a
0: big <laughs> Yeah very unusual
1: canvas <laughs> very unusual canvas and actually I ended, I kept I'm sure so many other artists would say the same I kept hitting my head on his ears oh really oh then, no i tell you what that is pretty painful if you're if oh, you're in yeah. the flow and you're moving far, quickly to kind of launch yourself up to have a look at what you've done you end up knocking yourself out so uh <laughs> oh, it's a wonder we didn't suffer concussion
0: yeah. <laughs> oh wow what what was the most challenging aspect of it? Um.
1: The most challenging aspect, uh, I think. I think getting a look on their faces. Mm-hmm. I think it was really important for for Vincent. I wanted him to have that sad, vulnerable, misunderstood kind of look. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be too comic you know too kind of animated but yeah. of course it's an animation and, and it is a it was a children's event um and likewise for for five a day I remember uh just even their eyes just getting because the slightest change in the pupil size or the or the 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 shape of the pupil and it really does change the kind of feel of the the look of of mm. the design so yeah I probably spent quite a lot of time okay. on, the, on, on the faces
0: yeah oh wow yeah and um There is a a miniature version, isn't there, of Vincent and What was that? How did that come about? Um, Were you involved? Uh, Yes. Well, actually, I I did
1: offer to to paint a a miniature for them as a a prototype, Mm. um, which which I did. And then, um, well, it was... uh, as as with so many other designs, they were manufactured with a view to obviously selling them in the um, uh, in the grommet shop to to raise more more funds. So uh, mm-hmm. no, it was it was I was absolutely delighted that he got uh, he got chosen. It was a bit of a lottery as to which um, which designs did, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he, he was a complicated one. I'm surprised. In fact, I I think that's why I I said, well, look, let me see if I can paint a miniature, and then. Mm-hmm the um the uh you know wherever they were going to get them reproduced they could then see that actually it it could be done and and they they learned so much that year so that I think the following trail with the Shawns I think mm. it became much easier for them to do so okay. it was very much kind of um scratching the surface on how do they do that they they were learning along the yeah. way as well but I feel very honoured that he was turned into, and I, uh, into a sculpture. And I, and I must admit, I, I, have, I have been asked several times in the past with a, with a Posca pen to, uh, to uh, sign him. Oh. And the only place really to sign him is on his backside, where, on his trousers, uh, where there is a little bit of space. Um, so, a small um, gap
0: amidst the yeah, artwork, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's lovely. Yes. Excellent. do you have one in your studio you know what I did Emma
1: <laughs> I, I bought one for me and I bought one for my two children and mm-hmm. they I, I never told them they are now both at university and the idea is that one day I will give them to them as a gift I didn't want them to have them when they were little because I just thought oh they might get broken mm. blah, blah, blah. so I'm going to present them uh with them when I think they're responsible enough <laughs> or maybe that when they will appreciate it I think they they got so fed up of hearing about Grommet that that summer they loved the trail you can imagine I mean they were about I don't know 12 and 14 or something Mm. at the time so maybe a bit younger a lot younger actually gosh it's nine years ago I think isn't it anyway uh it's 2013 I think isn't it so uh but um yeah so I I have we have three We have three. I decided just, and and I I think I'd possibly purchase some for a few friends. So, Mm. (laughs) pretty special gift,
0: I've (laughs) got to tell you. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Yeah, don't get many of those around.
1: No, and I I think they discontinued them. So, I think it's even more special. Yeah. Um, In fact, I I got a phone call from someone uh, a couple of years ago to say that they'd spotted one. In a in a charity shop, and um, it was almost two hundred pounds. And Gosh. I mean, they retail yeah. for forty pounds, so that was that was proper quite.
0: collector's <laughs> item now. Yeah,
1: I think so.
0: Wow. So, do you have? Uh, did you did you go and see the grommets? Um, obviously, you said that the uh, the fruit the fruit and veg one was near the greengrocers. Um, but did you go and see? Um, where was Vincent Gr- grommet?
1: Vincent was uh, at Bristol Grammar School. Uh, okay they had made an amazing the the uh the company um and to my shame i can't remember the name of the company it just seems so long ago they who sponsored gromit mm. they did the most wonderful job of creating this little platform for him outside bristol Grammar school I and mean, there are, there were in fact mirrors at the back of this beautiful wooden platform mm. so you could see oh, you all see around oh. him uh, but i i we did of course i i went with the children um mm-hmm. to look at a lot of them but actually at the very end of the of the trail when um uh they were prior to the auction they were all brought to um what was then a secret location but it was the old uh, redundant habitat building which is now a university uh, premises and myself and this amazing artist uh Chilean artist she's now living I think she has gone to live in Chile Vivi Cuevas if, mm. if you haven't heard about Vivi, as the grommet uh uh, podcast she is the queen of um i think any fiberglass sculptures with the ground appeal she worked so hard for the charity and she was uh she and i ended up uh, repairing all the grommets wow auction so we uh i got to see them all Mm. in that location before the exhibition because we were working kind of 12 hour days repairing them all making them their very best oh. shiny fluffy beautiful sculptures because of course they did get scratches mm.
0: and
1: you know nicks and things so so I got to see them all in yeah. one go. So, so so those grommets that I didn't get to see um <laughs> I, 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 I certainly did get yeah. to see them yeah oh, all together what wow. yeah, was it
0: like repairing other people's grommets uh, well,
1: nerve wracking. I remember uh, Paul Smith's grommet having to having to repair his and Inky's grommet, uh, mm. and um, uh, yeah, I mean the the high end celebrity grommets. It felt quite nerve wracking. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I, I was very much working, as I say, with with Vivi and she mm. was fantastic. And uh, between us, we'd troubleshoot colours and we had, you know, the charity were very good at uh, making sure that wherever the grommet had been designed and painted, that we got the Pantone colours of okay, you know, okay. whatever paints we needed and things like mm. that. So uh, it was, I don't think I've ever worked so hard in my life, but I don't think I've ever felt so rewarded Aww. in my life to see you yeah. know the response to them all at auction it yeah was it horrible. was yeah i
0: remember watching it online and yeah people just yeah. being blown away by how much these were going for it they um, it was i don't think we'll experience anything like it yeah. again it's it really yeah, very special very special and yeah great for great for the charity um, for
1: sure, for sure, absolutely. I think they—if I'm not mistaken—I think it was an MRI scanner that they were raising money for, okay. and they, they got it pretty quickly afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's
0: amazing. yeah, definitely. Did you have you done any of the other trails since? Um... Uh,
1: well, I, I got very involved with the Sean in the City. I actually worked as their artist in residence, okay. um, and uh, we were at um, an out-of-town shopping centre in Bristol called Cribs Causeway, uh, mm-hmm. painting those. So. I myself submitted two uh, two design one design and uh, that ended up at St Paul's in London. He had a, a, a scene of London mm. uh, on him, and um, uh, and then I I did some commissioned ones Sherlock Holmes and uh, oh, Lily wow. the, the Lily Pad one the Monet one and the Union Jack one. There was a couple of those. So, uh, but 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 it was really. Um, it was great fun working with other artists and designers to just help them get started because Mm -hmm. you know you can be you can submit a design but if you're a CGI animator or an architect or you know uh, whatever other uh, professions these these creative people were um, it's all well and good coming up with 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 the idea but actually faced with this thing that's essentially Mm. five foot tall and and enormous um there was a lot of um Mm. advice that needed to be given of course by then I really you know was a a a, a dab hand at it it all but it was really nice just being able to coach them through it and I could see they were going through phases that I remember going through which were meltdowns because okay I've been given three weeks to do this and midway through you think there is no way I'm going to get this all done but um it's amazing how uh it feels like an insurmountable task but actually uh seeing it all come together and those final touches and seeing people literally finish and then standing back and that that feeling of achievement Mm. it was very very exciting yeah oh, so it was a wonderful feeling in the uh, in the studio there at uh, and in fact it was in the it was in the back of the grommet shop at cribs causeway and it was a little bit like um, in the wizard of oz there was this kind of curtain Uh, At the back of the the grommet shop. So the public were behind the curtain, just milling around in the shop. Mm. But we, or rather, we were the ones behind the curtain and we were beavering away. There were about nine workstations. Oh, gosh, quite quite a lot of space
0: then. Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: So it really was kind of behind the curtain. (laughs) No idea what's going on. Top secret. Yeah, again, it it was a great privilege to be involved with that.
0: Oh, that sounds like great fun. Yeah, well, hopefully. I mean, you never know; they might do another one. Well, they
1: they did. I must admit, I I bowed out after that. Many, I, I feel mm. that like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to leave it to uh, younger folk who who didn't mind uh, getting in various contorted positions <laughs> and putting their heads out with fair, ears. Fair enough. I, I I gracefully bowed out uh, actually because there was a subsequent uh, one. Mm. I think in two thousand
0: 17 if i'm not mistaken but uh anyway so that, yeah that's it that's uh, and do you have a favorite wallace and gromit film
1: do i have oh, oh that's
0: <laughs> such a mean question um
1: because they're all so wonderful i think to push um the uh the curse of the were rabbits
0: nice
1: but then a matter of loaf and death i just oh. <laughs> love them all it's just um hard question i think i think maybe the were rabbit just just by a by a by a little little (laughs) by a nose by grommet nose
0: and my final question is uh who's your favorite wallace and Gromit character
1: Who's my favourite Wallace and Gromit character? Um, do you know, I haven't watched them for so long. Um, I love them all. I love them all. Um, but I think, oh, gosh, that's a mean, mean question. That's like, that's asking, that's like asking you which is your favourite child. I think. Um, am I allowed to abstain from that question? Go one then <laughs> <laughs> I like them equally. i, I absolutely, uh, because because they because without you know, without the kind of bouncing off of uh, yeah that's system,
0: true. They, they mean, need they,
1: each other. yeah, I mean Wallace, Wallace is just so he is so wonderful but I think the 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 skill of course is the fact that they can create this incredible character and personality in Gromit without him saying it's just it is just well it's a tribute to the skill of Aardman isn't it Totally, totally, yeah
0: it's very special yeah brilliant well thank you so much for talking to me today you're Um, very welcome and uh, yeah it's been great fun to hear all all about your grommet experiences and uh, a lot of grommet experiences (laughs) Um, greedy grommet experience (laughs) now well experienced (laughs) grommeteer indeed well it was lovely to be
1: reminded of it all i uh, thank you for for inviting me it was it was really nice to uh um take a little trip down memory lane Uh, all's well that ends well that's what i say
0: well thank you very much to Laura. Do check out her work by going to www.cramerpaintings.com that's C-R-A-M-E-R paintings or looking her up on Instagram by searching for Kramer Paintings. If you want to find out more about the Gromit Unleashed trails do have a look at episode 16 Charity Champions and also the previous episode number 24 Trail Tales on Gromitronic where I chat with another Grommet creator. Do give the podcast a like and leave a review if your listening platform allows. And you can contact the podcast to share your thoughts by either emailing worldofwallaceandgromit at gmail.com or by messaging the Instagram account worldofwallaceandgromit. Until next time, goodbye.
1: From me, from Gromit, from Arge. Au revoir, chaps.